enlightening, informative, sexy, and fun. Welcome to Looking for Love with your host, Dr. Lori Buckley. Dr. Lori will help you find the love you desire and show you how to have more love and passion in your life. Whether you're single, dating, in a relationship, married, or going through a breakup or divorce, Dr. Lori is here to help. This is Looking for Love, and here's your host, Dr. Lori Buckley. Welcome, everyone. You're listening to Looking for Love. I'm your host, Dr. Lori Buckley. And today is an exciting day. We are joined by a wonderful, dear friend of mine, Melanie Hudson. And we're going to be talking about self-love and self-esteem for women. However, this is not just a show for women. It's a show for every man who has a woman in his life. So that means everybody can benefit from this show. So let me tell you a little bit about Melanie. Melanie Hudson is a teacher of women's empowerment workshops based on tantric and Western principles and has made it her personal mission to empower women to change themselves, increase their self-esteem, and challenge society's perception of women for the betterment of the planet. She is the author of the book, Sexy, Spirited, and Strong, Becoming a Positive Energy Woman. Melanie's insightful book can inspire women of every age and lifestyle to feel more loving, joyful, healthy, and capable of attracting and creating their most fulfilling and beautiful destiny. So welcome, Melanie. Thank you, Lori. I'm so happy to be here. I know this is so exciting. (laughs) I mean, I love having you here. Uh, Definitely different energy than Mark. Just different, not not necessarily better or worse. Just I like having a little female energy. And we are talking specifically to women. Yes. Yeah. So let's talk about what that means. Like the things that you talk about empowering women, helping their self-esteem. Why is that important for you? Well, I started this journey of exploring self-esteem when I was in my 30s, because prior to that, I had really low self-esteem. I was unhappy. I was angry. I was attracting people in my life that were not good for me. I was having a hard time with my work. And I realized through, thank heavens, good good old-fashioned therapy, that I just didn't love myself. I didn't love myself at all. And uh, it was to the point where I was hitting myself. I was angry. I thought I was ugly. You know, I put myself down verbally, physically, and it was just, it was just a mess. So, wow. And I think that's something that every woman can relate to. And let's face it, probably men too. We all are the hardest on ourselves. And I love your honesty. And it's interesting because I've known you now for, gosh, I don't know, 10, 15 years, something like that. Yeah. A long Mm -hmm. time, although not an incredibly long time, Uh, but you now are the most positive Mm -hmm. and energetic and loving, generous woman. Mm -hmm. I mean, honestly, who I've ever met. Thank you. And the good news is I love myself and I did it through a lot of exploration and it started, do you, you want me to dive into how I, I got started with the Sure, why the, not? The and I think it can help the women who are listening and maybe they can relate to some of the things you're talking about and start in some similar places. Yes. So I uh, started out um, with this journey when I had discovered a uh, energetic path called Ipsilu Tantra Kriya Yoga. 
And it is a form of uh, building your own personal energy and relating to other people. And it's also a spiritual path. It's a, it's a sacred spiritual path where you learn how to harness sexual energy and you use it for healing the body, healing the emotions. And that was the beginning. And then the other thing that I discovered through this tantric path is that women were revered in the ancient and the, tradi- the ancient traditional uh, rituals of, of Tantra. And I'd never heard of this before. You know, I was, I went to the typical church, um, type of a scenario and, you know, loved Jesus and all of, all of that. But I didn't hear about women being revered. I heard about you better love God or else you're going to, you know, well, yeah. So a totally different way to think about women and how people can think of women and how we can think of ourselves. But I do have a question. You mentioned something about harnessing sexual energy. Yes. That sounds interesting. Yes. I have no idea how to do that or what that means. Can you explain that a little bit? Absolutely. And that's one of the things I love to share. That's one of the things in my book and that I do when I teach. There are so many things that we can do to take the energy that exists in our pelvis and in women specifically, it's in our um, reproductive organs. Well, actually in men too. And there is life force energy that exists in our uh, reproductive organs. In women, it's it's the ovaries, it's the yoni, it's the uh, uterus and vagina. And so you can rev up this energy and you can transmute it so that you're not revving it up and then you're like this wild, horny woman and you got to go out and make passionate love to somebody, although you can if you want. But that's but- a wonderful <laughs> thing too. <laughs> that's a, that's another show, right, Melanie? Yes. <laughs> but, but you can take this energy and you can actually learn learn how to inhale it, take it through the energy centers in your body, learn how to take it through all of the cells into your body so that it's healing, it's transformative, and it can also open you up spiritually. It can help you open up to who you are deep down inside your own spirit, your own soul, and then also connects you to the universal energy, actually, mm-hmm. so that you know you're, you become this holistically healed being, physically, spiritually, and, and emotionally, and you become, you realize how magical of a being you are. And a lot of love comes from that. A lot of self-love comes from just taking this energy and I can share exercises with you. We definitely will. And I, I, I love what you're saying because that, that energy, that opening up, it can be such a beautiful feeling. However, I can't help but wonder or believe that there are women who are listening or men who are listening and thinking, well, wait a minute, I don't have any sexual energy. I don't feel that at sexual energy or the men thinking, well, my woman doesn't feel any sexual energy. Is there a way to harness that? Yes. Um, now granted through different stages of a relationship, libido or attraction to your partner may diminish a little bit. And even through different phases of our lives, Mm -hmm. um, uh, sexual drive diminishes. But basically, you know, our body is a wonderful vehicle and it's a mechanical vehicle. And it's, it's the house of our energetic fields. So our pelvis can act as a, a pump to pump up energy. And it can, uh, so if you can thrust your hips back and forth and you, uh, synchronize certain breath techniques. So when you thrust your hips forward and you exhale, and then you tilt your hips back as you inhale, and then who, who, and then you actually go, ooh, as you thrust back and forth, ooh, that actually starts to stimulate 
the sexual energy and it stimulates all of the energy because it gets your blood flow going. It gets your muscles and tendons loosened up. It's a great exercise. I've certainly done it in one of your workshops and I just want you to just repeat the steps again because this is an exercise that really can make a difference. You might feel a little silly doing it at first, (laughs) but I say, you know, embrace it and just feel silly, have fun, but do it and try it because I do believe that it can wake some things up. So you're taking your hips and you're thrusting them backward and forward. Mm -hmm. And as you're thrusting them forward, Mm -hmm. are you inhaling or exhaling? You're exhaling. Okay. So as you thrust them, your hips backward, you inhale. Mm -hmm. And then as you thrust forward, you exhale and you say, ooh. Exactly. (laughs) So much fun to say, ooh. Yes. And that charges up sexual energy. In fact, a lot of times when we make love with our partner, we innately just go, Ooh. Yeah. If we allow ourselves to surrender and let loose. Yes. Yeah. It's true. But if we do the sounds that can come out, but a lot of women and even men, we tend to sometimes go into silence. We get stuck in that silence mode or we make noises because we think that's what we're supposed to do. But when you can really surrender and just let those sounds come out and Mm. not be self-conscious, it can be an amazing thing. And we should say also when you do this exercise that you should be standing up and your feet should be about hip with hip widths apart. Yes. Hips width apart. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And you can rub your um, hands over your thighs and your hips to add sensuality if that helps. Or down you. your torso. Yes. Any, yeah. Or on your breasts. All of this self-loving. This is actually an exercise of self-love and, and self Yeah. Literally when you're, yes. when you're, you know, caressing your body in that way, you really are loving yourself. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And and that can get, that can stimulate your sexual energy. And even if it doesn't bring you to a point where you're feeling like you are wildly horny, it is so beneficial to do that exercise. It is so beneficial to your overall being. And then the next step after you charge up the sexual energy, after going, ooh, ooh, with each hip thrust is to, after you finish doing a few minutes of the hip movement, then you stop and then you inhale through your nose and draw up that energy from your pelvis all the way through your body. And after you've filled your lungs, then you clench your, the muscles in your... Your pelvic floor muscles? Yes. There you go. I was going to say <laughs> anus muscles, but that's not true. <laughs> you could do that too. Yeah. And your vaginal muscles. But yeah, your pelvic floor muscles and hold your breath and that will create a vacuum and that sexual energy will disperse through all of your cells. And you do that a few different, like maybe five times, seven times. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards you will have a glow. You'll feel better. You have, you, you feel calmer and yet more energized. I love that. And, you know, I think another benefit as as you're talking and I'm listening is as you are touching your body, which let's face it, not all women, and I'm going to say more women than men, feel comfortable touching their body in a sensual way. It's different even than a sexual way. So you could have women who masturbate. They might feel perfectly comfortable with that. I think there's also women who don't, Mm -hmm. but that's a sexual, but in a sensual way where you touch your body and you can, sensual meaning literally experiencing the sense 
senses of how wonderful your body feels, you know, the smoothness and the warmth. And it doesn't matter if, you know, you have a bit of a belly. It feels really good. And just loving your body for what it is and how it feels on both sides, the touching it and the being touched, even though it's by yourself, I think is also a wonderful exercise to self-love. Absolutely. And you describe it so beautifully. It's so true. And the the sad thing is that a lot of times um, women are either told to not touch themselves, especially when they're growing up. I think that's more older generation than new generation, or just not taught to touch themselves and to enjoy that. Yes. And it comes oftentimes in subtle sort of implicit messages. So let's just say, I mean, even now I think where parents don't know what to do with that. So maybe they'll walk in on their child, male or female, and their child is touching their genitals. They're self-loving, they're masturbating, and the parent might have a reaction. Mm-hmm. You know, and it could be to the extreme, it might be, don't do that. Hopefully that's not happening anymore. Uh, right. But it could be even a very open parent. They just are shocked and they weren't expecting that. And yes. there's a reaction there. And so there's this implicit message that the child gets that, oh, this isn't okay. Right. And so some shame gets internalized. And we get so many messages about our, our genitals and especially, you know, little girls mm-hmm. wash really well down there, cross your legs. Mm-hmm. You know, there's so many things that we don't really understand the impact that it has when we get those messages or what to call it, you know, a bajayjay or these crazy (laughs) things people call, and this is for penises as well. You know, let's call it, I mean, ideally we'd call it a vulva and a penis because the vulva, as, as you know, of course, is everything. The vagina is just the opening, just the passage, right? So to give the proper name so it doesn't feel like, oh, it's something that we don't call by its proper name. Right, right. It's important. Exactly. And you know, it's interesting because as you're talking, I'm thinking about young women today and um, the fact that a lot of these young women are very in touch with their sexuality, but they don't have high self-esteem. You know, it's interesting. It's a, it's really a dance. So high self-esteem doesn't always necessarily mean that uh, you're you're sexual or you have high sexual energy. It's really about how you honor yourself with your sexual energy. So you have all of these young girls, and I'm hearing about this today in the mm. 2016 that are 12 years old, 14 years old. They're doing things to boys on the playgrounds. And they don't really know what they're doing or they're, they're having anal sex because they think they're still virgins Mm. and, uh, they're saving themselves, their vaginas for the guy. But in the meantime, they're giving, you know, their boyfriends oral sex and anal sex and they're doing it to please the guy, which is great on one level, but they don't do it for themselves. They don't really know what they're doing. Well, and they think it's an expectation is what they need to do to get the love of a boy or the attention of a boy. And look, that hasn't changed all that much. I remember when I was a young girl, you know, looking for love in all the wrong places and in all the wrong ways. So it's always been a way that a a young girl or woman, for that matter, could get attention, male attention, that feels like love. Mm -hmm. Obviously, it's not love. And so that can take a hit on our self-esteem, too, if we're going to get really honest about that and take a look at that. But now it's different where when we were younger... There was not the kind of sexual activities or information or, or visions. Or pornography. Yeah, yes. all of those things that they have now, they're exposed to that we weren't. Mm-hmm. So there was a little bit more 
more mystery around it. But I do think, you know, it's important that as parents, we talk to our children, our boys and our girls about sex, you know, about the pleasures of it and about making the right choices when they do decide they have sex so they can make conscious choices. And obviously, when you're older, you can make better choices. Mm -hmm. I mean, let's face it, when you're 12 years old, you're limited. Right. You know, to the kind of decisions you can make about your life, you don't understand the consequences. So we don't want to say you can't, don't, you're going to go to hell, whatever kinds of things that we want to say (laughs) to our children. Because as we all know, that just makes them want to do it more sometimes, you know, if if we can't, we're not supposed to, it kind of makes it more fun. So we want them to make conscious choices, but we also want to let them know what the consequences are so they can really think about it. Mm -hmm. And when they know they can talk to us about it, then we're giving them an opening to address these things with us so they can think things through rather than, oh, it just happened, or this Mm -hmm. is what everybody else is doing. So it is important. We're sort of talking about children and sex, but I do think it's important in the sense of how does that impact what we're talking about, Mm -hmm. our self-esteem, or how Mm -hmm. much we love ourselves, or some shame that we might internalize about our bodies, about our sexuality. Mm -hmm. And we can also talk about, you know, you said when you were talking about what happened with you or what you experienced when you were younger, kind of feeling ugly and hating yourself, that is also something that is really big in our world, always Mm -hmm. has been. Today, children are exposed to, you know, a lot more. There's the YouTubes and the magazines and the TV shows where everybody looks a certain way. I hope, I think it's getting a little better. I love the Dove campaigns, right? Where bodies of ages, bodies of all sizes and all ages, Mm -hmm. you know, we can do that. And so we are seeing more, we'll say normal looking women Mm -hmm. in magazines and on TV. So it is getting a little bit better. Yes. But it's still a really difficult time, I think. It is. And the good news is I am seeing more and more women who have average bodies who are so hot you know, who Mm -hmm. are so beautiful and so confident in themselves. And they're so attractive. And they're role models. I'm seeing it, for example, uh, Melissa McCarthy is a really good example. Mm -hmm. I really like her a lot. She, you know, was in Mike and Molly uh, television show. And of course, her many, many She's hilarious. She really is. Which is sexy by itself. Yes. I think. I'm sure there's some men out there going, oh, yeah, no, I don't think so. But you know what? I think the confidence is what makes a woman beautiful. Totally. And a man, too. Yes. It's so attractive, confidence. Yes, it really is. And that all comes from uh, not just sexual energy, but knowing who you are as a woman. You know, taking time to really dive in and learn about yourself and journal, make lists of your gifts of why you're here on the planet and your best talents and your skills. And then also just really finding, I think one or more purposes for your presence on the on the planet. Right, we are much more than how we look yes. or a number on a scale. We're so much more and I love your idea of really taking an inventory, writing a list, what do you have to offer? Who are you as a person, which is so much more valuable than all those other things. And let's face it, we all know that the the beauty doesn't the outer beauty or the number on the scale that changes as time goes on, but the, the beauty, depending on what our definition is, can actually grow. 
Absolutely. That's why older women are so attractive as they get older and more wise is because of their life experiences and they're less willing to do something for the approval of others. They're happy to do whatever they do and they don't give a crap what people think. And that is (laughs) really a cool, wonderful thing. It's cool to be that person. That's for sure. Yeah. 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 So much more liberating and it just feels so much better. It really does because way too many women look to the outside for approval and they look to the outside to um, feel beautiful. It's like, well, do I look pretty? Do I? And they'll wear the the gorgeous clothes so that they um, get the accolades of beauty. Whereas if you're beautiful, beautiful on the inside, if you have a really high level of energy when you, and I mean the energy that exudes from love within, exactly. (laughs) Love, joy, happiness versus anger, resentment, um, self hate. Yes. Yes. It's a a vibe. It's a huge vibe. Absolutely. And you know, just to say there's nothing wrong with wanting to look good. Look at you and I, we work out, we like to buy clothes, we put on makeup, get our hair done. There's nothing wrong with wanting to look beautiful and feel pretty, right? But we don't want to base our identity on it. Exactly. Because, you know, we want to have self-esteem from the inside out. And typically we get our self-esteem, this is men and women, from how we look, what we have, what we do, mm-hmm. and what people think of us. Yep. And that's just crazy when you think about it. But it's the messages that we get, you know, the, the commercials, all the messages we get. You know, you need to have this, do this, mm-hmm. look this way. And we want people to give us that reassurance. But when we can work on like you said, understanding what we have to offer, who we are, loving ourselves, feeling good about who we are, then it actually does give us that confidence. And it does give us the kind of outside in, of self-esteem too, yeah. but it comes from within first. Exactly. That the beauty is exudes from within. Exactly. Yeah. So yes. I like that a lot. So we're talking about some exercises. I love the, the hip exercise just to kind of connect with your, your sexual energy to use that energy to kind of open up to the world. And what that does when we do that for us as, as women is what the advantage of doing that. Why would we do this exercise? Why would we want to experience and harness that sexual energy? What's the benefits? Well, for me, I, I think the main reason that I wrote this book and the reason that I am so excited about sharing this information, it's not just to help us feel beautiful and sexy. That is part of it because taking this energy and, and breathing it into your entire body is healing on a lot of different levels physically. Um, if you do it, uh, regularly, it could help emotionally. It can help calm your nerves. Um, it can help calm, help you become more of who you really are as an energetic being. But the bigger picture for me is that, and the reason I wrote the book, Being a Positive Energy Woman, is that it helps the entire planet. I feel that the more feminine energy that we can exude, and I don't mean necessarily womanly energy, but just positive uh, energy with that feminine essence. Feminine energy, yeah. Yes, that it's it, it can really help to bring balance to this world, which right now is pretty out of balance. It's very masculine. All a lot of the huge decision makers are male, 
And a lot of those decisions for change are based in power and aggression and force Mm -hmm. and, and women, um, violence. Yes. Yeah. And I'm not saying that all men are that way and all women are gentle and loving, but I feel that having this this dose of positive energy that and, and feminine energy that each woman can put into the cosmos will help bring balance to the planet. Altogether. Absolutely. And also the show is talking about looking for love. That's the title of the show. Is there a benefit to our relationships or Absolutely. finding love? Absolutely. First of all, when you are in love with yourself and you're, I think, automatically more loving to other people. Once you understand that you are a unique emanation of a higher universal power, so part of exploring yourself and becoming self-loving is that, especially with the spiritual aspect, is that you realize that you are filled with all these unique, beautiful qualities. When you can see that in yourself, you can see that in other people, including your partner. Yes, and, and that becomes really important because I feel that when you see that this other person is really a unique being, it's not a personality, it's not a look, it's not a physical body, it's really a, an energetic field of love, life, life force, joy, emotions. It's a, really a, a, an, an incredible being. Then you can become more patient with them, more loving you can see them as a bigger being. You become more tolerant if somebody forgets to take the trash out. You don't get angry. Um, you know, it, it helps the relationship. And relationships that are built on respect, love, cherishment, being cherished, honoring each other. I really feel like honoring your partner is one of the most important parts of relating. Yes, honoring and cherishing, like you said. I agree. I love what you're saying because you are so spot on. And just to put it in the other way, when we aren't loving ourselves, we're living in pain, fear, we cannot allow people to love us or us to love them fully. And so it's such an important thing that we're talking about today for our own well-being, but also for our relationships. And if we're going to go even further, for our children, Mm -hmm, our family. So we have to love ourselves. And I know there's a lot of women out there with the best of intentions who take care of everybody else because they want to be a good mother, they want to be a good wife, good employee, good boss, whatever it might be, but they're not taking care of themselves. They're not loving themselves in the verb sense, you know, Mm -hmm. in the action sense. And when you're not doing that, you are going to suffer and you're not going to have what it is that you want in your life, which ultimately what we're talking about is love. So it is, this isn't like, oh, this is a good thing to do. This is an essential thing to do. And on that note, I want to talk about, or have you talk about, what the action step is for today, because I think it is aligned with this, right? Loving yourself, taking care of yourself. So let's talk about today's action step. Melanie. Okay. Well, I really love this little exercise. It's super easy. It's really fun. And um, it takes about 10 minutes or as much time as you want. We like fun, easy, and quick. (laughs) (laughs) So great. So... Uh, get into your living room, find some cool, sultry music that you really love. Turn on your CD or your MP3, let the music play, and then just slowly dance, slowly allow your body to move to the music. It should be a slowish song. And 
don't think about things. Don't let your head be involved. Just feel the sensations of your body and feel the hips, your hips as they move and feel your shoulders as they move. And if you feel like touching yourself, do that or extend your arms and, and really just get into this gorgeous, beautiful feminine form that you are and appreciate it. Appreciate this physical being so that kind you of get, are. Get lost in your body and yes. in the music and in the moment and get out of your head and yes. surrender to the experience, yes. which is very much what we want to do when we're having sex. Ooh. Right? So yes. it's it's nice, but I love that. And it is taking care of yourself. It is loving yourself. It's connecting to your body and yeah. like you would say, awakening that energy. Mm-hmm. Such a great great action step. I love that. So I encourage everybody to do it. Of course, you can always write me. Let me know your experiences. If you have any questions, you can you can write me at laurie at drlauriebuckley.com or you can go to Melanie's website if you want to contact her or get her book. And Melanie, how can they contact you? Uh, you can go to my website, positiveenergywoman.com and you can email me through at info at positiveenergywoman.com. Wonderful. Melanie, it has been such a pleasure having you here. You know, I love you and I love your words of wisdom. And I do think it's going to help a lot of women and maybe even some men out there. Oh, thank you. So till next week, everyone, thank you so much for listening. Always appreciate it. You take care and I'll be talking to you soon. Bye everyone. Bye.